Indeed, there are more questions than answers, like who stole my antidepressants? I hope you're happy now. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, America. (laughs) Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed, picks and pulls on her unconscious mind, and she snores the very tune. Let's have a listen for tonight's snoring. She feels good. I knew that she would. She's what? she's actually snoring the middle eight. Oh, boy. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Michelle's got you in nice and early so you can take a drink wherever you are in the world. Oh, Salute. Prost. Skull. And cheers. It's good. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather realised this week that whoever invented the knock-knock joke should win a Nobel Prize. Oh. Welcome to the show. Wow. Hello. I love this show. I love this show. I also wish to introduce... The Mad and Crazy! Michelle Corey. 
She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle remembers a time when she referred to her knees as left and right, rather than good and bad. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. We're also joined once again by Chad Peters. He grew up wanting to be a plumber or a pizza delivery guy, but then he watched all the wrong films when he was young. (laughs) (laughs) Or all the right films. (laughs) Either way, it works. I'm just saying he's quite short and he wears glasses. (laughs) This is Series 3, Episode 28. This is All in All, Episode 200. And one. Wow. 201. You're mad, you're bad, and you're all paranormal. Did you know such wonders? Yeah. As always, we start the show with a lack of general knowledge, armed with the arthritic elbow that is the gong of inflamed knowledge. (laughs) What? With the cytical statistics and the gout of facts, let me ring the gong. That signals the beginning of our first round. It is, unfortunately, with great sadness that MQTA has learned of the passing of our great friend, colleague, supporter, and valued member of the International Paranormal Society and listener, Kevin Scott in Mankato. Love you, Kevin. Kevin. you, Kevin. His comments and messages of support will be sorely missed by everyone associated with the show and team. He was a remarkable and wonderful man. How are you going to get any points now, Heather? He constantly wrote in. You're never going to get any points ever again. (laughs) Such as as the loss of Kevin Scott. Love you. Now, Kevin would not want us to be sad. He would want us to celebrate his life. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre, and fascinating facts about famous Kevins. Mm. Oh, boy. Points to be won. Great. Kevin was left alone in the 1990 film. Home Alone, of course. Okay. In this European country, the film Home Alone has become a Christmas tradition watched by more people than any other show over the festive period. Really? Five million people watch this show in this European country. It's become almost like a convention every single Christmas. I just need you to tell me what country that is. Paris. (laughs) Is a European country. (laughs) (laughs) Geography was something at school that happened to other people. She never found her way to her geography lessons. Do you know such things? Where are you, Kevin? (laughs) Where are you, Kevin? It's too late now. You're on your own. I need a European country, Miss Morris, where Home Alone is the top rated show every single Christmas and has become a tradition. Norway. You're going to go with Norway. That's a good guess. Norway provides Britain with a giant Christmas tree every year that goes in Trafalgar Square. It's like 200 foot tall and we light it and it's for thanks for what we did with Norway during the Second World War. The first fighting between British troops and the Germans took place on the shores of Norway, of course. So the Norwegians are very grateful for that and send us a Christmas tree every year, which is a nice gesture. Michelle, pick a country in Europe. Oh, I'm going to go with Switzerland. You're going to go Switzerland. You're going to be neutral. Yep. I can smell the Toblerone, the the cheese, the cuckoo clocks, and the Nazi gold from here. Yep. Chad, have a guess at a European country. I'm going to go France. You're going to go with France. No one wins the points in our opening question. It was, in fact, Poland. But I'm prepared to give some extra points away. 
There are bonus points. His screen sister was played by an actress called Hilary Wolfe, and she also appeared in the second film. Her name was Megan. It was his eldest sister. Now, Hilary Wolfe, the actress, represented the USA at the Olympic Games in 1996 and again in 2000. I just need you to tell me what archery. sport. You think she went with archery? Yep. With her bow and arrow, she practiced on the set of Home Alone. Yep. You're going to go archery. Yep. Pick a sport, Michelle. Water polo. Water polo. That's a bit obscure, madam. Chad, jump in with a sport. Let's go table tennis. It is judo. She represented the USA at judo in 1996 and 2000. How judo that? Because I am the oracle. (laughs) I am the font of all knowledge, madam. And if you say it with an English accent, everybody believes you. Now, Kevin Bacon. See what we did there? Kevin Bacon is, of course, very famous for his roles in Footloose and Apollo 13 and many, many more. Points will actually be won because all you need to do is to tell me how old Kevin Bacon actually is this year. Closest one wins. Points will be won. What are we going to go with, Miss Morris? How old 53. is Kevin Bacon? I'm going to have to write this down because it's going to get confusing. You're going to go with 53, Michelle. 52. You're, you're going to Oh, that's a little bit crazy. That is a barb. Barker freaking bid. <laughs> I didn't a dollar because she overbid. Well, that does mean, of course, that you get everything from then on in upwards, unless Chad wants to jump in and ruin your day. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, what number are you going to go with? We'll be sporting. Let's go 60. You're going to go 60. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Chad is 100% right. <gasps> Kevin Bacon Nailed is 60 it. years no old. It's true. I knew I you'd struggle. That. It's the God's Whatever. honest truth. Chad, you're going to get three remarkable... <laughs> Freaky, streaky bacon points for that. <laughs> You're going to get some bacon. Mm. I'm just going to throw in that his uh, wedding anniversary is coming up on September the 4th. He's actually been married for 30 years. Yeah. Wow. So if you said he was 52, do you see what I'm saying? He's actually uh, been around he longer. He could have been married. Kira Sedgwick can have points. Wow. <laughs> hey, I'll give you a point for that. Go on. Wow. Yeah. That falls into the category of interesting and uh, bringing forth knowledge. This is what we're all about. On the show. What does Kevin Bacon do if he's attending a wedding and does not want to dance to Footloose? Because he says he goes to a lot of weddings and he doesn't want to get up there and dance and take the spotlight away from the couple that's getting married. So what does Kevin Bacon do so he doesn't have to dance to Footloose at any wedding or event that he's going to? He either DJs it Mm -hmm. or he takes a wee. Takes a wee. So he's weeing to Footloose somewhere in the distance. You're in the urinal. In the distance, you're hearing. Makes ding, sense. Ding, ding, it only ding. makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> Footloose. Footloose. Wow. <laughs> I've got a story about that in about 10 minutes. Ooh. I'm going to come back to that. You're starting to just get the flow going and you can hear. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I have to dance. You have to dance. I do. You've got no choice but to get up. Mm-mm, no choice. So if we put that on, you're dancing around the studio. Absolutely. So what are we going to put our chips on? Because you've spread them quite liberally again, haven't you? But they're very obscure. So I'm going to go DJ Wee. You're going to go DJ Mm. Wee? Yeah. That famous DJ from China that we've heard of, DJ Wee. That's right. I went to a rave where he DJed. Yeah, I thought it was very good. And 20 minutes later, I wanted another rave. (laughs) Wow. Oh, God. Michelle. 
What are you going to go with? What does Kevin Bacon do to avoid dancing to Footloose at weddings? He feigns an injury. Yep. He dislocates his elbow. He sprains his knee. His gout's playing him up. He's excused. Chad, do you have any thoughts? Do you want to jump in and grab the points like you did last time? Does his best imitation of the preacher who says you shouldn't be dancing. Oh. I like that answer. None of you are near, actually. He slips the DJ $20 not to play it. <laughs> it's true. What? You'd think he could afford more than 20 yeah. bucks From the lips of Kevin <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'd pay $20 not to listen to Footloose. <laughs> oh, don't make me come over there. It's true. I love it. You're going to tell me this is one of your favorite films now, aren't you? No, just one of my favorite songs because I met Kenny Loggins and he loved me. Kenny Industrial <laughs> Loggins. How could he not? I know. Unbelievable. I love him. My mother's favorite film, and this pains me greatly because I actually have an MA in film studies. I got sick and tired of looking at dusty, moldy old paintings because I'm an art historian. And I decided I'd do my MA in film studies, which then means you have qualifications in humanities. And, uh, you know, my top 10 films include British classic film noir, The Third Man with Orson Welles, 1947, Brief Encounter, Trevor Howard, fabulous films, Brighton Rock, Richard Attenborough, just a joy. British cinema at its best, film noir, lots of fedoras, long shadows, flickering gas lamps and steam locomotives. My mother's favourite film is The Bodyguard. With oh, the- yes! Oh, God! <laughs> And that leads us very nicely to Kevin Costner. Oh! Famous for Dances with Wolves. I had a huge crush on him. Did you really? Was yeah. it his tights in Robin Hood? Yes. Was it, did you get near oh his... Oh, my uh... God. I used to run around wow. town. She's on her own. Look at her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I used to ride my bike around town, my 10-speed, oh. to Robin Hood. Everything Brian I Adams. do. Yes, I did. Did you manage to see his untouchables? Oh, oh, that's wrong. Mm. That's wrong. Wow. Many, many famous films. So, questions about Kevin Costner and our theme of very famous Kevins. All you need to do is to tell me how many films Kevin Costner has made about baseball. Simple as that. What could be simpler? How many films has Kevin Costner made about the really seven. exciting and interesting sport of baseball? Seven. You're going to go with seven, Michelle. Four. You're going to go four. I'm going to have to write these down again. I'm number dyslexic. I didn't know if you know that. Chad, have a guess. How many films has he made about baseball? I'm going to go three. You're going to go three. Ooh, that was so going to be my Michelle guess. Michelle is the closest. It's actually Booyah! five. He made five <laughs> films. I'll give you five points. You're now up to a very healthy fourth base. And you're on There is no fourth base. I've not even seen a touchdown. I know nothing about baseball. Why are you here? If people wish to know what they are, it's Chasing Dreams, Ball Durham, Field of Dreams, For the Love of the Game, and Upside of Anger. I was going to write a baseball joke, and then I thought, who cares? (laughs) Who cares? Uh, He's in left field. Perfect. I'm happy to hear that. I don't know what that means. Is that a film? Who's on first? Okay. Who cares? Uh, he doesn't get it. He's no Abbott and Costello fan. If you're going to make references to American culture from the 1950s, I'm going to be sadly lacking, I'm afraid. You need to stick with Monty Python. <laughs> God. <laughs> On this day, we wish a happy birthday to many, many famous people, actually. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Ooh. Robert De Niro's birthday today. Hmm. Sean Penn and Mae West. Oh. Quite a selection of people. That would be a dinner party, wouldn't it? Do you not think if you had all those people together? 
So, for the very first time in the history of MQTA, I no. cannot believe that. Strange, bizarre, and fascinating facts about Mae West. No. If she was alive today, guess how old she'd be? Just too old. Too old. Yeah, 100% correct. Have a guess. Mae West, if she was here now, how many candles on her birthday cake? It's her birthday today. We 98. 98 years old. Michelle, how old would Mae West be if she was with us today? 105. Chad, any thoughts? I'll go 125. This man's been looking at my notes while I've been taking a wee. It's, she's 125 years old. Nice, Chad. Wow. Today. <clears throat> Chad, I'm going to give you three more points and a present. That was your with prom date, Chad. Ribbon. Yes, and he had to dig her up to take her. There mm. we go. She would have been 125 years old. American actress, singer, sex symbol, and of course, comedian. Shouldn't Michelle and I get points because Chad's wearing a shirt that says Team Adrian? That is true, but fair play, Chad's in the lead. I'm in charge of the rules and the scoring. And if you wear t-shirts that say Team Adrian and have a picture of my face on, points may liberally be coming philanthropically also in your direction. Now, Mae West's figure is said to have inspired the design for what well-known product. So think about Mae West's figure. What product do they think was designed that we now have, know and love? It's an icon of design based on Mae West's figure. There you hmm. go. Hmm. Lots to think about, Miss Morris. Hmm. Of course, she inspired a very famous couch that was a pair of lips. She inspired it an item Salvador of Dali. It's not an item of clothing. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyone want to jump in while Miss Morris is struggling? I have no clue. You have no clue. For the first time, I have left you 100% nope. speechless. A gun. A gun. That's mm. not a bad idea. The Mae West gun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's many jokes I could now tell, but I don't want to be taken off the don't air. Don't do it. No. I don't think it's right, but I'm going to say the Barbie doll. The Barbie doll. Ooh. Chad, any thoughts, any ideas? You're on fire this evening, sir. I almost think you're psychic. I got nothing great here. Coca-Cola bottle. The Coca-Cola bottle was designed on the figure of May West, in the same way I inspired the Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) I love this quote by May West, actually. She said, and based on Kevin passing this week as well, she said, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. That's a joy. Very intelligent, very wonderful, liberal woman. She championed lesbian and gay rights back in the day and she stood up for the uh, black people in her neighborhood she was before her time she wrote all her own lines she was a very 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 intelligent very articulate stunning woman she didn't get into films until she was in her late 30s did you know such things but the fabulous Mae West is 125 years old today we now move into the round that we love the most it's (gasps) the mailbag we loves mailbag if you wish to write to us at any point we would love to read out your comments we love reading out your emails we have a facebook site if you go to facebook and type in more questions than answers with adrian lee all of your comments can be read out on there we have much much more of course all of tonight's stories all of the jokes all of the cartoons there seems to be very heavy squirrel cartoons tonight yes it was awesome there's lots of squirrel action on there if people are interested in squirrels for some bizarre and strange reason <laughs> but you can go onto facebook we have 6100 followers and we would read your comments out if you like the show and what we do we will certainly read them out for you marlon in california posted congratulations on your 200th 
hundredth show. Yay! Thank Smiley. you. That was amazing last week. How oh, many people did we squeeze in? We great. squeezed in a rowdy crowd. The International Paranormal Society came on mass to our studio. We had a fabulous cake. I've yet to post the photographs of that. We've got yeah. photographs. If you keep an eye open for that, I'll put those on our Facebook site. Every week, Adrian, Heather, and Michelle probe the deepest of life's mysteries and keep us laughing week after week. MQTA reminds us that laughter is good for the soul. Congratulations on creating a radio masterpiece. How fabulous wow, is that? It's very thank kind you. of you. That's, That's awesome. Marlon wow. in California. Remember, if you go to SoundCloud, all of our shows are archived over the last five years, all 201 episodes. If you go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio. And if you're listening now on SoundCloud, it's all free, of course. You can listen back to back. You can listen while you're in the car on a long journey, cutting the grass, working out in the gym, walking the dog. If you're listening right now on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us your appreciation and how much you love the show. And remember, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show at the top of the hour. When we stay in the studio, we find all the stories from around the world that are laden with a big scoop of moist. In the windows. (laughs) With a liberal splashing of fun, dirtiness. And a rather kind of fetid... Oink. Oink. <laughs> you can tell people are drinking, can't you? I swear to God I've only had a cup of tea today. But if you go to SoundCloud, at the end of the show, at the top of the hour, when you hear our outro and that famous German classical music, why not jump onto SoundCloud, go and search for MQTA Radio, and you will hear us read out an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth, all the stories from around the world that we can't read out on air for fear of being removed. And we're on many other platforms, of course. We're on iTunes. Yes. Stitcher. Yes. TuneIn. Yes. Armadillo. Yes. Brussels Sprouts. Yep. Google Play. Gasbox. Uh, Soapy Frogs. Cornhole. Cornhole Radio. That's one of yeah. my favorites. I always tune in on a Friday night. Just find us. If you can't find night. us, you've only got yourself to blame. Tommy Maryland said, great show. Laugh like crazy. Do a 200th show Every single week. (laughs) Hurrah! You can listen to us first, of course. We're on the Dark Matter Digital Network at 10 p.m. Central Time. Every single Friday, come rain, shine, flooding, hurricanes, or anything else. The weather wants to throw at us, but you can catch us first. 10 p.m. Dark Matter Digital Network Central Time. There we go. Barb in Minnesota posted awesome show. Congratulations on 200. Yeah. Hey, Thank Barb. You. Thank you. Martin, our good follower and patron in I New York. Martin. Martin, I love you. <laughs> he said, what, more than Kevin Costner? Yep. Wow. Hedonistic times for Martin. I've seen the Emmys Martin has. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it takes. Is it a couple of shiny trophies and you're anybody's? Yep. They're great. We could be on the verge of winning. The Podcast of the Year Awards. Yes. It's no Emmy. We're in the... I'm um, it's no Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the best that I can do. <laughs> wow, there's no competition, is there? <laughs> no. Martin has written, you had me at Trigger Objects last week. Fantastic show, as always. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Martin. Martin is one of our Patreons. All of those platforms we've just discussed costs money all of our studio time we do this show for free we do it free week in week out we're on our 201st 
episode. But if you wish to donate a single dollar, you can go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio. And I want to thank John, who's joined our Patreon this week as well. So many thanks oh, to John thank for you, joining John. us. Thank very much. That is very much appreciated. I guarantee you that every single cent of what goes on to Patreon actually goes towards the show. We're not going on vacation. We're not going out no, buying drinks in the local bar. Nope. That does literally go to funding the show. So we really appreciate that. If you donate a single dollar, you do get many things for your dollar. You get to listen to the show first. Yep. There's episodes that have never, ever been broadcast. And yep. probably won't be. And nope. never will be 100% correct. There's many wondrous things on there. So we really appreciate that. Daniel posted, love the show. Had me laughing all night long. You guys and girls are the greatest. Here's to 200 more. Oh, thank you, all Daniel. night long. Yeah. We have a Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tip. You can join my Twitter account. We have 100,000 followers on there. If you're looking for a summer read, I have many books. If you go to Amazon, search for Adrian Lee. I have Mysterious Minnesota, Mysterious Midwest. I have How to Be a Christian Psychic, what the Bible says about healers, mediums, and paranormal investigators. And actually read three of those chapters out completely free so if you go to youtube search for christian psychic adrian lee and i read three of those chapters out completely free of charge you can get a flavor of what i'm doing there also i have a steampunk novel we did an audio play just for fun i've written two steampunk detective chapters comedic yeah slightly erotic Mm. if people are interested it's a very kind of sherlock holmes kind of comedic you see the things we do on this show yeah yeah you can type in on youtube adrian lee victorian detective and you will find two audio books two audio plays i would suggest heater who's a good fan of the show has written in he's also based in new york he posted adrian he's referring to the steampunk audio books that we've uh, put together adrian this was fantastic i'm so glad i set aside some time for a proper listen your production value and execution pushes me from admiration to envy so he's actually thank you thank you thank you our production values our sound quality is awesome so i really appreciate that each sentence in the narrative is a feast brilliant and hilarious thank you sir and finally i want to squeeze in one more terry in west virginia posted all stressed out at work and listening to your past recordings on my iPad while I'm working. It really brightens my Aww, day. Thank you. That's thank just you. A joy. Awesome. Now, each week we tend to read out some of the countries in our top 10. I'm not going to do that tonight, Aww. but two countries that sneaked in. We always have some modern strange countries sneaky get into the top 10. Sneaky little buggers. Well, sneaky little buggers in Norway this week. <gasps> yes. Did they not come in at like Who's number five? They yes, were at five. They did, yes. You always expect the USA, the UK, Canada, Australia. They're going to be the top four sure. right, for English-speaking yeah. countries. Norway. Yes, they mm. did. It's a joy. Also, I can't remember whether they were eighth or ninth, but they're a very small country, and I want to say hi to them. Cyprus. No, they Hello, moved up. Cyprus. Oh, they've moved up since I looked. Yeah, they're like they a now? number six. Wow, yeah. who's listening in Nicosia? This is a joy. No idea, but they moved them up. If oh. you're listening to us right now in Cyprus, why not send me a message and I'll read your name out on air. That makes oh, me yes. very, very happy. Now, before we get to the round, that is Ghosts and Hauntings. I just want to tell people that I'm doing a coach trip. If people are interested, the Renville County Historical Society are putting a coach trip together. This was very very successful last year so you're going to spend the day with me on a coach lunch will be provided that's the renville county historical society it's the 25th of august so not tomorrow 
but the following Saturday, a week as they say, on Saturday 25th of August. Tickets are still available. We are going to be going to the World War II Aircraft Museum, the Fagan Aircraft Museum in Granite Falls. We will then be going to the Volstead House, which is a historic Ooh. building, very, very haunted. And I believe there's a portal in the basement <sighs> based on my previous investigations there. Ooh. Andrew Volstead, very famous, of course, for pushing Prohibition and the founder of Prohibition in this country. And then we're going to do a tour of the local cemetery. So if you're interested, 25th of August, there's some tickets still available. It's a coach trip, Renville County Historical Society, which is in southwest Minnesota. Look them up on Facebook or you can go to their website address if you do a search for that. Tickets are still available. Now, last weekend, we had a bit of fun. All the team was down here for the 200. Oh, boy. oh God. Oh, they time. were the rowdy crowd. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Episode. I have to say, that weekend, after we did the episode, mm-hmm. we all went camping. We thought this would we be did. a good idea. It was great. What mm. could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Oh God. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> when Nothing. 15 people from the International Paranormal Society from all over the Midwest converged together to go camping for a weekend. And what could tubing. Possibly tubing down the river. Yeah. So let's picture the scene. It's night time. It's yep. 12 o'clock midnight. We're going down the river. And we're loaded. <laughs> Well, I'm still drinking tea, I have, you know. I feel like the responsible adult most of the time. It's ridiculous. Now, we've got glowing balloons. Yep. We're covered in neon. Yep. We've got, yeah. we've those... got the necklaces. That's you it. had a trident. <laughs> Poseidon. I was beside myself. Oh. So we all... like an 80s rock video. <laughs> we did. It did have a feel of money for nothing by dire straits about yeah, it, like... didn't it? So we're tubing down the river. We're in southwest Minnesota. It's 12 yeah. o'clock at night. It's pitch black. Yeah. The river's got some sort of torrent going on because, let's face facts, it's been raining nonstop oh, most of the summer, yeah, right? Yeah. We're all glowing. We're all tethered to one another. It's a clear sky. You can see the stars for miles. It's the yeah, open prairie. Yeah. We even looked... At the weather reports, didn't we? Oh, for hours beforehand, yep. And we're minding our own business. Scott, one of our members up in Duluth, has brought with him an iPad, and he's playing 1940s swing music. Oh, it was awesome. awesome. It's a joy to be alive. Yep. And then it was almost like God had trod on a Lego brick, (laughs) because without warning, (laughs) without anything. Hold your thought. I was speaking to Scott, and Scott said, God, this is a great weekend. I'm so glad I came. This is just beautiful. Suddenly, <laughs> as if Thor had stubbed his toe on the coffee table. Yes, yes. A clap of lightning and thunder so loud, oh. out of nowhere, hit the river. Yep. Within, what, 20 feet? Oh, I got hit. I got shocked. Yep. Chad, you got yeah, shocked. Yeah, I felt a shock up my arm. I made air. I got lifted out of the tube and made a good 10 feet. I swear to God. There were no clouds. Just no. So you know, nothing, nothing. My teeth rattled in my head. I can't remember like the three or four minutes that happened. It was like electric shock therapy. Right. Yes. Wow. Michelle's underwire bra melted. It was incredible. It did. It smelled bad. We got hit by lightning. What are the chances? Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. I can't date a woman that's got a more of a hairy chest than me. I'm sorry. I draw it's the gone line. Now. <laughs> I remember when that lightning hit. First, we all checked. Well, most of us checked to see if everyone was all right. I didn't. I was hammered drunk. 
Yeah, you were. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I just started backstroking us to the side of the river. And you were behind me, Adrian. And I said, just grab the girls. I'll pull everyone. <laughs> it was like a little tugboat pulling in the Queen Mary into yeah. the harbour. It was a remarkable time. We paddled so fast to get out of oh that river. Oh, my God. That it was like the opening of a Y50. That had to be. I wish somebody would have been videoing it. That had to be hilarious. I just imagined if we'd have gone. I mean, I literally got lifted up into the air, came from below, yeah, and took me yeah. straight up into the air. I was just imagining if we'd have all been killed. And we'd have all been electrocuted and struck, floating down the river, all tethered together. people tethered together, just dead. Floating I, swear, I swear I looked around at Michelle and she looked like a skeleton for two seconds, like in a cartoon. We could have ended up in Alabama three weeks later, floating down the Mississippi. Where were you, listeners? You should have been with us. Now, the knock-on effect of that is I have actually gained superpowers from this, so this isn't the end of the world. Really? Yeah, I can Mm. actually make Michelle's bottom wiggle just by the power of a thought. Here we we go. Hey. There we go. Look at that. Perfect. (laughs) And I had my hands in the pocket the entire time. I've got one more anecdote from last week. I went to a department store in Mankato, and typical of men, you know, we don't go for a wee that often. We hold it in. I've got a bladder the size of a beach ball. I'm like a camel, right? So unlike you ladies that have to stop every 15 minutes at every yes. gas station, I'm thinking, you know, two or three wees a day, I'm good to go. So I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in. I'm in a very famous department store that shall remain nameless, but everyone will know the name. I'm thinking to myself, I need to squeeze the lemon. I walk into the restroom. I stand in front of the urinal. And it's like that scene from Austin Powers where he's having a wee. <laughs> Evacuation ready, evacuation complete, eva- eva- and he keeps going and he keeps going and he keeps going. I was stood there for two minutes. The lights went out. It went pitch black. The lights are on a sensor that are moving. Right? I'm having to wave my arms around and there's weed going up the walls. I can't see anything. I'm waving my arms to get some light shining on me and I'm weeing everywhere. Hold on. So your superpower is that you can now wee for a long time? Yes, I'm Captain Bladder. Mm. Wow. With the ability to hold in his weave for prolonged periods of time. Granted, it's not the best superhero power you can have, but I'm not exchanging it. I'm happy with that. But I apologize oh, to that department store if no, there's now no. we up your walls because I stood there for two minutes not moving, tinkling away, and the lights went out on me. I had to run my arms up and down the wall to get the lights to come back on. That's where we are. Well. Now we move over to <gasps> Dr. Chad Peters who is our resident psychologist for his fun, strange, bizarre, and fascinating random fact of the week. Scotland has 421 words for snow. There we go. 100% correct. I'm led to believe. It's interesting they don't have none for washing soap or edible food. Oh, We move into the first round. That is ghosts and hauntings. And remember... We don't do always. Michelle's on six. I'm yet to score. Heather is yet to score. And Chad is also on six. And everything is to play for. This was a very interesting story this week. Police ID and charge suspects in Powell Broadcasting Breaking. The Sioux City Police Department would like to thank the public for their assistance in solving an investigation. All three men were charged with criminal trespass. Joshua Gardner, 23. Jeffrey Grillet. 19. Chance Packard, 18. All of the firearms were airsoft or BB guns, and the three apparently said they were on an expedition to find paranormal activity. So they've been caught on CCTV. And this is in Iowa. They've broken in. 
But they were all carrying firearms. When the oh, police what? turned up... Oh, what? Yeah. When the police turned up, they said they were doing a paranormal investigation. If police oh, turn up in the middle of the night... What are you going to do with that in a paranormal investigation? How I've do you never had that in my equipment. How do you kill something that's, that's dead. already dead? Uh, with an airsoft BB gun. Apparently. With a BB gun. Yeah. I'm going to put a hole in your sheet. <laughs> With, with a, a Glock nine, <laughs> what a night that was for the Amish. You'd have a better chance with a vacuum cleaner. That's true enough. Mm. Yeah, I, I suck them up. Well, that's what they do on Ghostbusters, isn't it? They're yeah, walking around with that strap to their shoulders, aren't they? Paranormal fun, or let's break in with a gun. You decide. You can go to our Facebook site and see the video footage of those gentlemen breaking in with BB guns and saying they were on a paranormal investigation. Oh, yeah. I should give myself two points and get off the. Zero there for being a little bit informative. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Ooh. Guess what? Go on. Dale Earnhardt is a believer. I'm a believer. Yeah, that's right. That's a Japanese man singing karaoke. I know. He's a believer in ghosts. Did you know that? I don't even know who he is. He's NASCAR. You wouldn't You know. can get all the thrill of NASCAR in your own home by putting M&Ms in the toilet, <laughs> I knew pulling the chain coming. and watching all the colors go around in a circle. Such a terrible. I used and to I be will a charge big fan. You, I will charge you $20 for a hot dog at the same time. In the toilet? Absolutely. <laughs> as long as the lights don't go out. Do you want relish on that? Oh, gross. No. Onions? No. <sighs> During his podcast this week, the retired racing star and his guests were discussing a fan's question about paranormal activity when Earnhardt revealed that he thinks we're so much more than just blood vessels and bones and muscle, you know? And I feel like it's quite possible that in certain situations, when we die, our bodies die. That, no way. I know. That maybe there is a spirit capable... It's like Voltaire, isn't it? Or Hegel. Um, listening to Gann. Continuing on. I know, I know. Earnhardt. Heidegger. Wow. There's a snort and you missed it. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Heidegger did it apparently, so you're now welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Does Earnhardt have an accent? Yes. From the, he's NASCAR. Of course he's got an accent. <laughs> and chewing backy. I don't think he does that. Earnhardt went on to reveal that he's convinced that he was once saved from a fiery wreck by a ghost. When I wrecked in a Corvette in back there in 2004. It's like he's in the room. At Sonoma. Mm -hmm. It caught fire. Somebody pulled me out of that there car. And I thought that it was a corner worker because they would come and rescue me. Yes, a marshal. Because I felt somebody put their hands on me. You don't have to rub yourself, Morris. <laughs> get... Wow, she's really getting into that, isn't she? Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah. Right. Put our hands Do it again, on me. Morris. Under oh. my armpits oh, and yeah. stuff. This is why we can't have a camera in the <laughs> no. studio. And then they pull me oh, mm. out of the car, he said. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, he said, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get out. I didn't have any memory of myself climbing out of the car. And I remember sort of moving, like in motion, like going to lean forward and to try to climb out of the car. And then something grabbed me, like under this, under my arm. Stop touching like. yourself. <laughs> Jeez. There are people in the room. That's unbelievable. Go and get a blanket or something. No. 
<laughs> Go and get a Yankee. Blanket. <laughs> wow. Well, they pull me up over the door bars and then let go of me and then I fell to the ground. Just clump like that. Video of the incident from the American Le Mans series. Le Mans. I thought that was for pregnancy. Le Mans. No. It's a 24-hour car race in Paris. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget your breathing. Stop squeezing my hand, Chad. He's got a food baby. (laughs) It's a boy. (sighs) Well, it clearly shows Earnhardt getting out of the car by himself before emergency crews could get to him. Earnhardt suffered second-degree burns in the fire, and when he woke up at the hospital after a 12-hour morphine-assisted sleep, which I like to do nightly, and asked who helped him out of the car and was told by a member of his team that he had gotten himself out, he recalled saying, Bull pucky. Wow. Yeah, the pucky word was in there. Mm. He said that he believes in ghosts, but... I'm probably not going to find out if there's a Bigfoot or not. Well, that's a leap right there. Come on, man. But I might find out on a show, but probably going to be headline on national news that they found this guy. But I still watch the shows. This guy. Bigfoot is not a guy. It could be a girl. There would need to be a girl if you're going to keep a long line of Bigfoots coming along. Big feet. Big feet. That's yes. right. I've seen Bigfoot in the Henderson. I know what these things are. Like. I love him. Harry. Yeah, Harry. Wow. Rescued from car by ghost or lucky he was not toast. You decide. <laughs> oh, Literally. So go to our right. Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian. I'll give you a fireball oil spitting two points. I knew Miss that was coming. Morris. A woman who claims she has had sex with ghosts has now revealed she's in a serious and sexual relationship with one. And they're even discussing having children. Oh, for God's sake. Ghost babies. Phantom pregnancy. I love this show. Amethyst Realm hit the headlines last year when she revealed she'd slept with 15 ghosts since breaking up with her fiancé 12 years ago. Dead men can't say no. (laughs) But now she's decided to take things to the next level. I slept with 20. (laughs) No wonder you're tired. That's just sloppy, Heather. <laughs> no, it's lovely. You should see the battery she's got for her K2 meter. Whoa. She's constantly. But now she's decided to take things to the next level and she's in a pretty serious relationship with a ghost she met in Australia. The ghost who Amethyst can't see but believes she can communicate and have sex with has now returned with her to the UK and their relationship is progressing. Does he have his passport? You don't need one if you're a ghost. You can travel anywhere you want. Geography is rendered redundant, madam. Speaking to Australian website New Idea, she said, one day, while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature. (laughs) You didn't just say that. You didn't. I suddenly felt this incredible energy. I knew a new lover had arrived. Ever felt an incredible energy in your bush, Michelle? She said it's pretty Static serious. <laughs> 20 times. 20. 20 times. <laughs> There's a story dying to get out. <laughs> We've been thinking about having a ghost baby. Just That's like his mother. Funny. Well, she's going to be on solids again soon, I suspect. 
I know that sounds crazy, but I've been looking into it. And oh, not at all. And I don't think it's totally <laughs> out of the question. She believes phantom pregnancies are actually ghost babies, claiming they don't go to term because the human body and mind can't process them. Do you get leave? <laughs> <laughs> 12 weeks seven, 12 eight. weeks for a ghost baby <laughs> look he's got his mother's sheet I feel one coming on ah. <laughs> a ghost baby that's wind look at your blow look at my ghost baby now you've just had a Mexican <laughs> my waters are broken can I name it <laughs> what would you like to call Heather's ghost baby Casper mm. oh, wow. no it's Fernando Yes. Fernando. Let's call your ghost baby Clem Fandango. Yes. yes, Clem Fandango. I agree. Last year, Amethyst appeared on This Morning to talk about the fact that she left her fiancé after he caught her having an affair with a spirit. And a shocked Philip told her, I could imagine you've got quite a name for yourself in Hold the on. spirit world. I missed that sentence. Yes, you need to be her paying attention. Her fiancé left her? Yes. Because he, she was having an affair with her ghost? 100% correct, yes. Oh. This like, is. You think you're having an affair with a ghost? I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> Dumb <Out> ski. <laughs> <Bye -bye. laughs> Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. Oh, that's so wrong. No more. No more. Uh -uh. No more. No more. Wow. She claims before falling asleep, the ghost turns up, and they have a practice of the physical arts. Apparently, with her boyfriend there. Well, how would he know? Yes, the boyfriend's left. He's gone. He's now gone. The woman's a fruitcake. She's had sex with 15 ghosts. He's gone. But now wow. she's settling down. She wants an Australian ghost baby, apparently. Marrying the dead or I don't believe a word she said. You decide. Go to our <laughs> wow. Facebook site. More questions and answers no. with Adrian Lee. And uh -uh. you can see the interval. Uh-uh. The interview. In full, Michelle, <laughs> yeah. what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? And remember, we don't do orbs. Mm, a ghostly sighting of a monk has been caught on a teenager's camera while she was exploring a Welsh abbey at night. Punk. If you're playing the bell, <laughs> punk and snort drinking game, you are now welcome to take Ooh. your third shot of the evening. At least she, she let you get the title out. Just yeah, see what I'm saying? I liked it. Oh, I had to restrain. I know. I Thank know. you, Heather. You're welcome. Oh. Can't you just hear him in the background, though? I like to eat my <laughs> cornflakes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best you're going to get for Gregorian chant on short notice. <laughs> What's wrong with you? How long have we got? 20 minutes. Keep you going. Hear it? <laughs> Urban explorer Rosie Bolton, 19, had seen ghostly orbs before, but nothing like what she discovered in an abbey in Wales. While photographing Tintern Abbey at night, Rosie and friends didn't find anything unusual, apart from feeling creeped out while at the location. However, when Rosie returned home and looked at the images, she spotted the ghostly figure on her camera. The hooded figure can be seen in the photographs standing in front of the ruins. Rosie, from Stanford Bridge, said, I get an adrenaline rush, especially when it's dark, because it sets that eerie vibe. I felt okay at the beginning, but it was a huge place which made it feel even more spooky. You're not supposed to go there at night. We felt like someone was coming towards us, so we all ran out as we were scared. I didn't know about the ghost of the monk until I got home and looked back at the pictures. 
creepy. Mm, I was on my own going through the photos, and it just freaked me out. I called my friends and told them about the photos straight away. Tinter and Abby, the most interesting part of the story for me. I've been to that Abbey. I've been there many times. In Monmouthshire, stands by the River Wye, and it was founded by the Cistercian monks in 1131 and was the second Cistercian found in Britain and the first in Wales. Nice. Yeah. Wow. A haunted, ghostly monk. Or it's bunk! Michelle gets two wondrous points as we come to the end of the round. That is Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's in an unassailable Johnny Monk lead of eight. Chad's in second place on six. I've scored four. Bringing up the rear in a flame-filled car is Heather (laughs) Morris. As we move into the round, that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. Chilling footage surfaced last month of Morales Debbie. And her pals, fun tubing along the Isabella River in Puerto Rico without a lightning bolt in sight. The footage shows them speeding down the river, but it also captures what appears to be a dark figure lurking in the depths. That one's bunk too, by the way. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and (laughs) Snore Drinking Game, you are now welcome to take a shot and join us in the studio. Daily Star Online showed the baffling video to Barry, who was left stunned by what it showed. It's like a darker shape under the water, he said. Uh, the first thing I would think of, I mean, it does kind of look like a mermaid. It's a bit freaky. I Either they're trouble. towing a dead body or there is something that looks like a humanoid in the water that is chasing them. <laughs> I'll give you a humanoid. <laughs> it's Puerto Rico. It's a dead body. <laughs> Definitely. I have no explanation for this. It honestly does not look like something swimming underneath there and chasing after the boat. I wouldn't say it's a ghost or a spirit, but it's definitely some form of a being. It looks like it has mass, hair and skin tone. Something fishy or swimming with the fishies. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee to see the mermaids swimming under the tubes in Puerto Rico. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? Oh, creepy footage shows a golem-like monster staggering out of a remote forest in Canada. Mm, my precious. Just a lumberjack, surely. Mm, yes. The mystery creature was caught on camera by a family watching anxiously from their car parked only meters away. It emerges from the trees and creeps to the roadside before scuttling off. The clip has sent the internet into a frenzy, with social media users likening the apparent animal to supernatural Lord of the Rings character Gollum. Nice. Mm. In the video, the strange apparition appears to walk on its hind legs, stooping over with its shoulders arched and its arms hanging down in front of it. Is this the French Quarter in Canada? (laughs) I love this show. I love this show. Standing at about six feet tall, the faceless human-like creature seems to be stalking a moose grazing by the roadside. The footage was captured by Audrey Frenchette in Quebec's isolated Gaspé Peninsula. She then uploaded it to YouTube. Audrey can be heard talking to her family in the clip as they try to work out what they are looking at. Seems like a golem, commented one person on YouTube. My precious, joked another, citing Gollum's famous quote from The Lord of the Rings. Wow. You don't make fun of Canada. Why? 
because I want there three or are, four decent reasons. I'll give you two. <laughs> okay. They are the second or third best listen to country of our show. And you like bacon. Okay, that's three. All right. And the first or second, whichever you want to put them in, is that I forgot. Nice. I was going to do a rhyme with Gollum, but nothing rhymes with Gollum, does it? (sighs) And that's why you should vote for Morris. I forgot. Do you know you're only on two points tonight? You know that, right? I love your honesty. There's three reasons why you should fear the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the The Spanish Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. (laughs) Good times. We move into the round that we call the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. Miss Morris, unless you've forgotten, what are your stories from in the round of S&P? Well, I hope that Michelle brought her puke bucket. Oh. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. She always goes green, doesn't she? Watch this, Chad. A woman has been branded disgusting. Say it in the John Cleese voice. I don't know a John Cleese voice. John, where he goes, disgusting. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, anyway, they said it was disgusting. Disgusting. Yes, that's it. Nice. After being filmed drinking beer through a dead fish. Drinking beer through, through a dead fish. You've got it. Amy Lynn, 28, was dared to take part in the bizarre stunt by her friends where she drinks alcohol that has been poured inside a gutted salmon. So... Everyone wants a salmon tint to their beer, don't they? With the meta-narratives of dead fish coming through in the base notes. <laughs> those things are big, aren't they? Oh, they God, it was huge. I saw those. the video and it is real. Filmed in Port Washington, U.S. The clip shows the moment Amy opens her mouth and drinks a pint from between the fish's lips after it's been gutted. There's all kinds of parasites in raw fish, I might add. Yes, there is. Yep, you got it. Her friend then gives her a high five after completing the act before she says, That was awful. (laughs) Afterwards, she revealed that the most difficult part of the challenge was trying not to laugh during it. She told CBS, if you watch the video, you can see that they lifted the fish to my mouth and then they lifted it too much. And the fish's mouth almost got stuck in my throat and I felt like it was drowning in all the beer from the fish's mouth. So... They positioned it, so they poured the beer down the fish to pour it out of the fish's mouth. That poor fish had an interesting Friday night, didn't it? All the other fish are looking out of the river and saying, look what Colin's doing. What are they Uh, doing to Colin? Oh, it was disgusting. Colin's salmon. She said, I was trying to breathe and not laugh at the same time, so it was horrible to drink all the beer. Since uploading the clip on Facebook, it has received over 3.5 million hits and thousands of shares that's almost as many people that are watching home alone in poland you know that. right you got it the american who lives in wisconsin hi scott has received criticism hey, drunk any liquor from a dead fish recently <laughs> has received criticism for taking part one person wrote on facebook how dare you this is terrible that you did that to that damn poor fish. At least you it was dead. You are disgusting. Yeah. This is disgusting. You are disgusting. Okay. 
You're not getting extra points for acting. You know that. Why? Why? Because we're not here to act. We're here Kevin to be fun says and informative. So. Does he really? Via the crystal ball. I can feel him. I'll give you two points, Miss Morris. You're up to it. <laughs> Kevin rather does it again. Fishy I love you, Kevin. Fishy beer or I can't believe I'm here. Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? Why are we here? Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of The Strange and the Bizarre? Oh, I just want to dedicate this to all my Tubin buddies out there. Tubin! Okay. That yep. have been Tubin. struck by lightning. Tubin. Horsing around. Police pull off a magical rescue of five bikini-clad women stranded on a giant rainbow unicorn raft in a mucky Minnesota lake. Hold Yay, on, they said Minnesota. they weren't going to report us. <laughs> I know. I don't remember a giant <laughs> rainbow unicorn, but then I did lose three or four minutes of my life due to a big electrical discharge. That's true. That's when you went to bed. Yeah, you were too old. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, laugh it up. <laughs> Miss Morris, you're on. <laughs> Minus 20. Kevin can't help you now. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, God. <laughs> it was not a fairy tale, but a rescue on a Minnesota lake did involve a rainbow unicorn. Yay. And Heather Morris. That's right. I love it. Yes. A sheriff's deputy and a reserve deputy from Chisago's County Sheriff's Office spotted a group of five women on a large inflatable rainbow unicorn floating on Fish Lake. As one does. Absolutely. KMSP TV reports the deputies pulled their squad car over and asked the women for a photo. But notice. <laughs> As, <you> do. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> We're going to raffle this at the police station. Yep. <laughs> but notice the raft was stuck in the weeds. Deputies rescue the women stranded on the unicorn raft, and one deputy threw a rope to the women while the other recorded a video. <laughs> How far? This oh, isn't that God. far from us, is it? We're not a million miles well, no, away. No, no, no. You're probably about two, two hours. Two hours yeah. from Fish yeah, Lake. Yeah. A sheriff's office tweet says, with a handful of laughs and some mad rescue roping skills, they were pulled back to the dock. Where uh, were they? Yes, in the meantime, in Minneapolis, there's bank robberies taking place. No, where were they when we were getting when struck we by lightning? Right. <laughs> Filming it. <laughs> there was a point where I fell out of my tube and was nearly drowning. And Scott was laughing and filming the whole thing. Uh, that you is know. actually true. I was there and hey, I was Scott. laughing. <laughs> Rainbow, unicorn raft, or don't be so daft. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. We move into the final round we call Not For Your Mother. These are the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but are laden with filth and innuendo, and we can't read them out on air. So thank you for joining us on one of our many many platforms why not write us a nice review if you're on itunes or stitcher and why not press the little orange love heart to show us how much you appreciate the show if you're currently listening on soundcloud you can cut and paste that you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world and you can spread the love and joy on your facebook accounts if you would like to do that we'd be very very grateful if you've got small miners in the room if your mother's listening from the room next door make sure the door is shut and she can't listen to the following what about the midgets we can leave the midgets in okay. there i don't mind having midgets running around 
I feel like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Firefighters who tried to rescue a parrot stuck on a roof for three days were told by the bird to F off. <laughs> <laughs> Good bird! I love this bird! Obviously, he didn't say F, he said the full version. <gasps> Oh, rhymes with truck, right? Mm. Jessie the Macaw's owner raised the alarm because she feared her pet was injured after escaping from her home in Edmonton, North London. If I lived in Edmonton, I'd want to escape as well. (laughs) The crew were told to bond with the parrot by saying, I love you, which Jessie repeated. So there's a firefighter in full gear, apparatus, hat, at the top of a ladder. There's a parrot on the top of the roof and he's going, I love you. Why didn't they just get a net? Get a net. Yeah. What Why didn't they like send the fish, owner up there? Yeah, like a fishing net. Like a fishing Big old net. net. Go fishing for a parrot is what you're suggesting. Yeah. Watch manager Chris Swallow said, Jesse has been on the same roof for three days. And there were concerns that she may be injured, which is why she hadn't come down. Our crew manager was the willing volunteer who went up the ladder to try and bring Jesse down. We were told that to bond with the parrot, you have to tell her I love you. Which is exactly what the crew manager did. Wait a second. What did so, you do wait. at work today? Hold I told on. a parrot I love her. Hold on. So to bond with a parrot, yes. they have to say, I love you, yes. parrot, Shaniqua, whatever your name is. I love you. Her name's Jessie. Okay, Jessie. <laughs> and just well, like. That was close, Heather. <laughs> and as a reflection of my life, the parrot told him to F off. That's right. <laughs> If I was a firefighter, I'd be unhappy. You bought her chocolates and flowers as well, I might add. Unbelievable. While Jessie responded, I love you back, we then discovered that she had a bit of a foul mouth and kept (gasps) swearing, much to our amusement. I would have died. I love that. Jessie also speaks Turkish and Greek. Excellent. So we tried telling her to come down in both those languages too. We have parrots in England that speak three languages and a fire service that can interact bilingually and trilingually. These are amazing times, aren't they? I know they? pig Latin. Of course Does you do. Help? Well, if there's a pig on a roof, we'll let you know. <laughs> Thankfully, it soon became apparent. Go on then, give me some pig Latin. I don't remember it no, right well, now. No, that's not very useful. Ixnay on the do, you see, do you see my <laughs> Bubba K gray hair? Ooh, that's yeah. a liter of alcohol you're swilling there, it's isn't it? It's delicious. Is that for the ghost baby? Yes. yes. You shouldn't be drinking if you're having a ghost baby. Do you know that? Unless it's spirits. It doesn't know. Oh. Yeah, I love this show. So good. Thankfully, it soon became apparent that Jessie was fine and uninjured as she flew off to another roof and then off to a tree. They then managed to get her down with a sniper rifle. (gasps) Hold on, you said it became a parrot? Yes, it became a parrot. (laughs) She was a macaw. She's now become a parrot. This parrot is dead. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I think you've had a cock or two, haven't you? (laughs) Yes. I love this show. 20. 20. As Jesse wasn't injured, the firefighters who'd been called in by the RSPCA left her on her perch. Oh. They didn't know what to do, or it's still alive in a Norwegian blue. You decide, go to our Facebook wow. site, more questions and answers with Adrian she was Lee. Pretty. Michelle Corey, what have you mm. got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? A dad who took Viagra to boost his sex life snapped his todger after his son jumped on his bed for a morning cuddle. Oh, that's going to be sore. You're going to oh. need a, you've got a, a boo-boo. 
Why do you have a waking Willie in oh, the morning? I'll let you know. With the Viagra. We call mm-hmm. that a morning glory in Britain. Yes, but it's you a wouldn't morning take glory. Viagra to do it, would What's you? the story, morning glory? Oasis. I wakes you? morning glory. Mm. I bet you do. Yes, and evening glory. I prefer glory. a cup of tea and a bacon sandwich, but each to their own. And night glory. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Esteban, is she in there? I likes glory. Hope and glory. (laughs) If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you are now welcome to take another shot this evening. That was Heather, not me. I don't care where it comes from. I'm happy to take all snorts at this stage. The 36-year-old went to hospital two days after suffering the eye-watering injury, complaining of swelling, pain, and a deformed penis. Wait a second. If it snaps, do you put a splint on it? I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are are you serious? Yeah, go and get a yard rule. We'll tape it up. Oh, you wish. Wow. I was thinking popsicle stick. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) There's got to be a happy medium between the two, surely, somewhere in there. Do you have a limp after that? A limp? Yes. (laughs) What are you tying the splint to? What's it? (laughs) Wow. This is where we are, is it? I fractured my socket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tie it to my leg. I want something to take away the pain but keep the swelling. Oh, no. The night before the injury happened, he had taken 100 milligrams of the erectile dysfunction drug, the normal dosage for someone having difficulty performing. But after he had sex, his erection would not go down. Oh, that's too bad. The man from India tried vigorous masturbation Wow! to relieve his problem, but nothing worked, according to the British Medical Journal Case Report. You know you're supposed to go to the doctor after, like, what is it? Four days. Four days? (laughs) Well, you make the most of it, don't you? Do you know what I'm saying? You don't want to go there too soon. And it does cost a lot for the pills. Mm. I have no idea. I can't help you. It's like hundreds Hundreds or something. Yeah. I think they're free in Britain You better get a good rogering out of that. On the National Health Service. (laughs) (laughs) He decided to go to sleep in the hope it would go down overnight. So he slept on it. Yep. Tenting. It was like a kickstand. <laughs> he's so made he a teepee. That's what his kid was doing under there. He was camping. They made faults. <laughs> I can't roll over. Kickstand. <laughs> but later, his child ran in for a morning cuddle. And mistakenly fell over his erect penis. Oh, Jesus Christ. Causing it to snap. Oh, oh my. my God. He developed a sudden severe pain in his penis. I bet. Mm-hmm. Upon examination, doctors at King's George Medical University in India noticed a, this is my favorite, eggplant deformity. <laughs> Oh, see, <laughs> you laughed at me when I said it looks like an eggplant, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. Are we are we talking shape or color? What Both. Are we go- Both shape and color. Yep. On the man's member, and noted he had fractured his penis. An eggplant deformity. Do you get an X-ray for that? I would think that's probably on the cards. But there's no bones in there, right? Yes, but X-rays still show tissue and muscle. 
Do they? Of course they do. An ultrasound. Yes. And they Is it also, a big x-ray or a little x-ray? I don't, it depends on what the swelling's like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How big is the eggplant? He was taken to surgery where the blood clot was evacuated. Oh, God. You mm-hmm. said clot. That's clot. gross. Clot, clot. I don't like that. Mm. And the tear was repaired. The surgery was successful and the patient was able to get an erection normally again. Wow. Broken Indian Willie, or don't be so silly. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers Mm -hmm. with Adrian Lee, and everything will be there for you in glorious Technicolor, complete with photographs and video. Great. Now, the internet gives many people the platform to seek out their weird and wonderful fantasies, and a sex toy company has revealed some of the wackier and amusing searches that have been submitted to their site love honey shared that in the past 12 months they have been six million searches on their website mostly for classic bedroom products like lingerie and sex toys however there have been some queries that are certainly more out of the box Mm. the company compiled 101 of the most comical to date from customers who accidentally pasted their grocery list to others who clearly meant to ask google for advice instead some of the funniest include pies for women to get horny sorry panties and make your duck longer plus the term pension extender it's misspellings and the strange and bizarre things people have put on a search engine on a website that's specifically for sex toys and lingerie so someone has typed in on a search pension extender I like you want an extended instead of penis or whatever. I don't care about that one. What Sorry, does... panties. I'm guessing is silky panties. What about the duck? Extender? Make your duck longer. Yeah, that one. Have a guess. Oh, oh, there we go. The, <laughs> the lights have come it. on. I'm going to go through some of the strange. There's 101 of these, but I've highlighted my favourites. Oh, good. Someone typed in a search for hide your drink in a bra. And I think that can happen. You can have a straw, can't you? And you can put we drinks in. We already do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Someone typed in pepperami lube. What? Pepperami. Pepperami. <laughs> There's nothing better than cold cuts when it comes to the flavors oh, of your yeah, lubes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Pickled next. onion condoms. What? Pickled onion condoms. The flavor of pickled onions on your condom. Just saying. Yeah. Turnip vibrator was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. What would that be? A turnip Irish. vibrator. <laughs> I'm guessing <laughs> no, someone no. wanted a vibrator in the shape of a root vegetable and they typed in turnip. Are you serious? Lego restraints was quite an amusing one. That oh, made me God. laugh. And then you have the Darth Vader condom. What? Come to the dark side. I am your father. <laughs> no. No, that's the last thing no. you want to hear. Someone did type in Darth Vader condoms. It's true. May the force be with you. Mm, Darth Vader condoms or my lightsaber's too long. You decide. <laughs> Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers. The list is very, very extensive. Miss Morris, you have the last story of the night in the round. Of Not for your mother. Okay, well, I was going to do a story, but I'll save it for next week. This is what you could have won. That's right. I was actually going to do three. I had three, three Mm, big ones. Nice. Desperate for points. You see the desperateness on her face for points. Yes. Well, I'll tell you the title of one of them that I'm not going to do, but you can look it up. Did you know that people are recycling condoms? What? Yeah, you put it on the spin cycle, it's fine. The CDC says, don't do it. 
Well, to kill any STDs, you have to have that a boiling point because that's a virus. But people are recycling them. Is that not disgusting? That did actually happen in the Victorian period. In the Victorian period, you went to the doctor. They issued you with a condom called the Geronimo. And it was like a bicycle in a tube, and you basically washed it out every time. That no, is the God's didn't. honest Ooh, truth. I'm a historian. Heck. I know such wonders. Well, I have a good story. I'll save the other one for next week. Stay tuned. But a mother and a daughter say their trip to the seaside was ruined. 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 When a man repeatedly banged his penis <laughs> on their window. And then did a poo next to their car. So basically, he gave them a sticky octopus and had an evacuation. They gave their window a mushroom stamp the old... and then took a dump. Do you remember those octopuses you'd throw out the window and then slowly... That's right. I could move a dollar bill around with a sticky octopus against a piece of glass. I just thought I'd well... Oh, what? I saw a sharkopus. Oh, wow. A sharktopus? Croctopus. Ooh, I saw the Kraken. Yes. I was tying my shoelaces. It was released. <laughs> wow. Release the Kraken! You've been watching Clash of the Titans again, haven't you? That was my favorite movie oh, as a kid. Oh, I used to love that movie. Mm. They were trying to eat their chips at lunchtime. <laughs> Do you want some at vinegar lunch. on that? Now, let's time frame this at yep. lunch. Yeah. Lunchtime. They were trying to eat their chips at lunch when their car was approached by John Henson, who had been on a marathon drinking session. The mother told the court, the dirty bugger. He the put dirty it, bugger, yeah. The dirty bugger. You know what I mean? Can I get you? Now? He <laughs> put me off by going to a red car. Pakistani. And, <laughs> and it put me off me dinner. Oh, me chips. Hot dogs and all. I had to throw my chips away. <laughs> oh. I can't look a sausage in the eye. Oh. Oh. Prosecutor Rachel Dodsworth said that he had approached. What? He had approached. Rachel said that he had approached. Rachel? Or is it Raquel? Is that a man's name in England? I've not got your story. How am I supposed to know such wonders? Is it two L's or one L? Whacked. Whacked. (laughs) Raquel Whacked. If you're listening, wherever you are in the world, we want to know. Have a drink. It's just Damn a sticky octopus and a number names. two. <laughs> I wouldn't have thrown my chips away for a sticky octopus and a number two. <laughs> well, he said that he approached a woman near the town's clock tower and whacked. <laughs> That's bragging. <laughs> and whacked his genitals against the car door. Thunk. Can you imagine? It probably stuck, didn't it? I like to think so. Is it so. sticky? Why now it is. You can't ask me three questions all at once. I'm confused. I'm sure it was all sweaty and sticky. Sweaty balls. Yeah, sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Yeah. We're going to ban drinking in this studio. I tell you, there's going to be a blanket ban on drinking. Kevin says it's okay. Oh, good for Kevin. Kevin's not here. Yes, Yes, he he is. Wow. (laughs) One of the women called him a dirty bastard. And threw chips at him and closed her window, telling her mother, who was in the passenger seat, <laughs> to do the same. You're ruining my dinner. Yes. Then she cranked it up like this. Oh, you can't see because you're not a Patreon supporter. You should be on the $100 mark so you can see this on video. This would be something. You little buggers. Anyway. Do you know she gets violent when she's been on the sauce? 
To fight for it in the car park. Juice. She's on the juice. She's hit the juice hard, and now she wants to fight. Gin and juice. Pimp juice. You're both drunk, aren't you? Let's what? cut to the chase. You're both drunk. Hands up if you're drunk. That's everybody in the room, okay, except me. Miss Dodsworth told the court that. He continued to waggle his penis around and around and then tried to get in the car through the window, his penis and all, during the incident on midday on June 29th. Midday. Put me off me chips. Couldn't touch him. Honestly, I threw him away. Seagulls can have him. Done. (laughs) The mother and daughter who are not from red cars said they used... To enjoy visiting the town for fish and chips. One of the women said, It was obscene and disgusting. Everything I said tonight was disgusting, wasn't it? Pretty much. Pretty much. Disgusting. And You're disgusting. Said, You're disgusting. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. Yes, that's it. That's what I was talking about. I normally go to Red Car with my grandchildren, but it was I was so glad I didn't bring them this time. They shouted at him to go away and tried to move off, but we're blocked in by his penis. What? Amazing penis. Like trying to get out of a, a parking pylon. lot. It was a penis pylon. Nice. Mm. Are you mm. done? Or is there more? More. <laughs> I was praying that there wasn't. I was. I had my fingers crossed. Let's have it. <laughs> That's when he dropped his trousers, no. turned around and bent forward and did a poo in the street. Next oh! to <laughs> Look, Grandma, that man's smoking a cigar. Or brought a Snickers. A witness said... <laughs> This was Pack full of nuts. <laughs> this was an embarrassment for the town of Redcar. Henson forty four had been at a nightclub until four thirty in the morning and continued to drink alone until eight AM. He had taken cocaine, the good mm. old Coke, what do you call it? The train, what do Charlie. you call it? What? Bit of Charlie. All right. He took Charlie and then went to a friend's house. Teesside Crown Court heard that he had a difficult childhood, had been an alcoholic since the age of 22. We've all got a story, but I don't go around playing sticky octopuses. He was ordered to pay a hundred pounds to compensate to the two women and a witness and given an 18 month community order. So that's all it's going to cost you there to put a sticky willy on a window and have a poo. hundred pounds? hundred pounds. Wow. We could go fund me for that, couldn't we? Go fund me poo. Go fund me a poo. <laughs> I'm only at fifty bucks. Half of it's coming out. It's po- I'm prairie dogging at fifty do bucks. You the wiener or the poo. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That'll go with the movie that's coming out nice. with Christopher oh. Robin, Winnie, Winnie. the oh, Pooh. I see what you've done there. Sticky octopus fun. Oh, oh no, that's not a number one. <laughs> You decide, go to our Facebook site. Wrong. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. 
Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter. And the dead battery is Miss Morris, who has scored minus 20 and will receive the gift oh. of a ghost baby's used <laughs> diaper. Nice. In third place tonight is Chad, who managed to score six and gets Johnny Monk on his orbs, which can be a very stubborn Stain, of course, in second place. I have scored eight. I am winning a flame-filled racing car that's on its roof spewing gasoline. But in first place, winning the $33,000 IR camera is Michelle Corey, who made double integers, scores 10, and wins a date with a mermaid in Puerto Rico and a Mm. slice of lemon. Merman. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I'd love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact us anytime via my Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Leo. You can follow my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. Remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and filth the dirtiest Mm. stories from around the world we can't read out if you go to soundcloud.com search for mqta radio right now and you will find everything there for you my gratitude and greatest sanctuary extended to lorna hunter heather morrish tom drainer michelle corey chad peters and all of the international paranormal society into paranormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group and mufon of minnesota you've been listening to more questions than answers the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness this show is dedicated to the memory of kevin scott we'll catch up again soon sir it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting Good night.